What is up, player skaters and everyone else in between? This is Serial Killer, and I'm with Enforcer. This is officially season two of the Track Talk podcast. We've been in action for a year now. Um, Shelby and I, in this episode, we're going to take it back to the beginning of the podcast and kind of reminisce on our journey so far, just in a year. Shelby's going to throw it back to even before September 25th is when we first uh, released our first episode. So, okay, so way, way back, I think it was sometime around April something of 2022, I I don't remember exactly what I, what really, really influenced me, but I think it was um, Spicy Ivy and, what's her name? Is it like Indy Jamma Jones or what's her name? What's that like Park Skater's name? That sounds familiar. I don't really. I honestly have no clue who you're. Like, I can't think of their but name. I can't think of their name right now. Content but... creators in the derby community. Yeah, well, yeah, they're primarily park skaters right now. But mm-hmm. Spicy Ivy um, used to be a roller derby player under the name Poison Ivy, and that's how I originally uh, found them. And I've kind of followed them through the times, and they started up a park skating podcast mm-hmm. uh, with this other content creator. And I was like, wait, that's kind of cool. Like, you don't see very many skating podcasts in general. And I was Mm -hmm. like, are there roller derby podcasts? Because it kind of sparked my interest. And I started doing some research. And there, at the time, there wasn't really anybody. There were a few kind of, like, dormant podcasts that weren't really active and Mm -hmm. all that. But, yeah, so I was like, huh, I would love to do a podcast or roller derby. I could talk about this all day. Like, God, I could talk about it, like, for hours. <laughs> um, but I was like, I can't do it alone. Like, I'm not going to take on all this responsibility by myself. Like, mm-hmm. I could probably talk to a wall. But, like, also, it'd be funner to kind of bounce off ideas with somebody. So yeah. I was I was contemplating. I was like, huh. I was like, I wonder who I would want to have on a podcast with me. Like, who could talk about roller derby as passionately and as much as I can? And fortunately, I was able to meet Enforcer along my ways. And we were kind of buddies. And we would, like, send each other stuff occasionally. Because we're from out of state. So we got to see each other because we played together. So she'd Mm -hmm. come up and practice with me. But we didn't get to, like, totally just talk all the time. But I knew that she was totally into it. Mm-hmm. So I shot the idea to her around April, like I said, April 20 something of 2022. That's really far a long time ago. That's a long yeah. time ago. Yeah. Um, I looked back in our messages and the like furthest back I could go when we started talking about the podcast was when we started talking about how we wanted to brand ourselves. Yeah, and that was April 23rd, April 23rd. 2022 I said whenever you're free we should try to think of ideas even if it's like how to brand ourselves you know like a name logo the vibe Mm -hmm. and then yeah we just gonna hit it off from there and we start talking about topics and all that sort of thing and then what was our mission statement uh, yeah all that sort of stuff I remember this is crazy I don't know if it's because like the podcast has turned into such a like moment and just like in my life you know like when you like what is it called a core memory like that's a thing <laughs> but like because right. of the re- like the the way that the podcast has like influenced my life I remember I don't remember the day but I remember like where I was when you asked me 
and you like hit me up I think it was on Snapchat you're like hey we should totally start a podcast I was like laying in my bed (laughs) I just remember getting that message and being like yeah what were you thinking I guess I was dude I'm not gonna lie I had no clue how the heck to start a podcast you're like what is she talking about she's delusional (laughs) yeah (laughs) delusional um no I like I wanted to obviously like we were both starting like our content creator area era or whatever like Uh, content creator like as in like maybe 500 followers maybe like 400 (laughs) but like we were starting to get like like there's roller derby players but a lot of them don't post like their entire roller derby life is what Shelby and I do I'd say so like I don't know I, I thought it would be a really good move on both of our parts because we want not only like do we want roller derby to be attached to our name and just like who we play for or whatever, but we also want another thing to be attached to our name that we're proud of. And so like the podcast is a good way to do that. It's a different well, way to do that. Like I don't, I don't know. I wouldn't. Ne- I would have never thought about it. Shelby had a really good idea. So what I think is, what I was kind of thinking was also like you know you want to find somebody that's like passionate and really into the same interest as you, but also it's such a good way to improve your following like is playing Mm -hmm. off one of another right so we had at the time pretty similar follower numbers and stuff Mm -hmm. like that and we post similar content so it's only smart to work together you know it's not always a competition i guess no Uh, especially in like yeah it shouldn't be so I was like, it seems smart enough to join together and play off one another because we both have similar end goals. Like, we really want to make an impact in the roller derby industry. And Mm -hmm. I think it was just a good way to do it. And it's really awesome because now there are so many roller derby podcasts. Yeah. They're popping out of everywhere, I swear, which is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's so 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 cool to see, like, the influence bounce off on other people and then be like well I can do it too like it's it's not some huge thing it's really I mean in retrospect to like the way that Shelby and I have learned how to do it it's really not that hard it's just a matter of like getting up and doing it which mm-hmm. all about that grind you <laughs> okay so going back to our messages about April 28th we started talking again about it mm-hmm. and we were talking about a name and Emma actually said, I don't know, I was thinking about track talk, lol, but we can brainstorm <laughs> oh, more. <laughs> she said, I'll see if I can come up with any other ones because people could think of track and field. I don't know. Well, yeah, I looked, so like I came up with that name, but then I remember like looking at other um, like social medias or like looking on Instagram, basically, like I would look at the mm-hmm. ad to see if like track mm-hmm. talk was to- taken it is it's currently i think reserved for a track and field podcast and so i was like damn it like track talk podcast would be perfect but then i was like well we can just add like the to it and so <laughs> it worked out but i just remember being like we need to be different like it needs to be yeah quirky. which be honestly i guess like one thing that if we could go back and change would probably i would opt to change the name Mm-hmm. Just so we could find something that like nobody else has, right? But it's okay. You can't you can't rewind time? We're still doing okay. Um, following up, Emma saying we can brainstorm more about it. I said I'm not really creative with words. Valid. Valid. 
<laughs> valid. So, but no, I, I think, think we kind of brainstormed about it. But I will say, I think we've done a great job. This is me. I'm completely being biased. Um, I understand this could get me in a lot of trouble. I think that we've done a great job with like the branding that makes it different. You know what I mean? Like we took right. a super unoriginal, no offense to our own podcast, we took a <laughs> super unoriginal name, literally the track talk pop. Like, come on, that is so unoriginal. And we took it and like used Shelby's creative geniuses, geniuses, creative ideas and made it something way. Yeah. Monogin. We made it something way more unique than just the name itself. Like all the all the art that you guys see Shelby creates, like it's pretty cool. So I don't know. I the name isn't great, but it's better than nothing. Right. So I think the next thing that we really tackled was a logo. Mm-hmm. So we were like brainstorming a logo. And I think you originally made like the original mock 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 of it yeah it was like a rough it was very rough yeah so it was just like black outline it was, it was yeah it was of, rough yeah. it was just trying to figure but, out like what did we what did we want to see in the logo like what did we did we want to see like a track outline did we want to see like people skating or like a like kind of I remember it looking like a um what do you what do you call that like a playbook like, I remember it looking like a mm, playbook yeah. model. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think that was, like, one of the – that was the original. And then I went off of that and drew uh, – like, drew it, basically. I basically just, uh, like, what's it called? Traced it. Yeah. And added colors. And that was, like, another big thing. I was, like, trying to brainstorm, what colors are we going to yeah. do? Because, you know, you want something that's bright and you want something that's unique mm-hmm. and fun. Catches the eye. But, like, what are we, yeah, what are we going to do that'll make it, like, both of us? Mm-hmm. And I originally kind of was, like, well, I mean, my team's green, her team's purple. Like, that's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I don't mind colors that really clash each other, I guess. Yeah. So I was like down for it. I was like, ah, whatever, f it. Like, let's let's do it. Like, let's have like the weird, clashy colors. Right. Let's go for it. It has a little meaning in there, mm-hmm. you know. And and I wanted like a like a color to kind of go fill in the blanks, I guess. Mm-hmm. So I kind of chose that kind of like light yellow situation because yeah. I just thought it was kind of cute and whatever. Yeah. You know, yellow goes with green well, and yellow is a complementary color of purple. So mm-hmm. they in theory they should all go together and it should kind of make it a little more cohesive right but also then tackling that whole situation of like i don't want this to look too much like like a running track you know yeah so we we threw in the little people so we have like a pack on the right side in green Mm -hmm. and purple which is our our colors which is kind of cool and like it's like yeah, it's like I'm our colors it right are, now. It's like our, yeah, it's like our teams are competing, and mm-hmm. then we have some jammers on the other side. And I just think the colors are super; they just go really well. And maybe we'll even like post on our Instagram all of our, all of our things because we have quite a few I think different I mock-ups still and have, stuff. Yeah, I still have. I probably still have the. Oh wait, it's probably saved in our chat. Yeah, we could definitely share those and then let people know what it looked like originally. 
because I think that's really cool yeah but but yeah and then I think it wasn't really soon after that because we waited like a whole extra year before we even made an episode <laughs> yeah um which is kind of crazy actually. yeah it was crazy though it took a while mm-hmm. um well we had to figure out like when you start a podcast it's, I mean it's I was, t- I was saying earlier, it's really easy. Obviously, like, you can't just set up a microphone, record it, and just post it, and it posts everywhere. Like, you have to do research. And so Shelby and I took a lot of time to, like, look into different um, sites and things, resources that can help you upload your podcast to different platforms. And so that took a little bit of time because neither of I, neither of I, oh, my God. Neither of us know anything about podcasts, so there was a little bit of in-between time to really settle it. Because, well, I remember having conversations with you being like, I don't want this to be something that we kind of just, like, jump the gun and do. And it's not, obviously, it's not going to be perfect, but it's not something that we're just going to throw together and it's not influential or it doesn't, like, make a difference. You know what what I mean? Like, I didn't... I'm going to do... If you're going to do something that you're passionate about, it better look like you're passionate about it. Right. right. Um, you shouldn't, like, you know, half-ass stuff if you want it to be, if it's going to be important to you, I guess. Yeah. So I I didn't want to put out content, and I didn't want either of us to put out content that was exactly. bad. Right. So we we put a lot, a lot of effort into really um, the brain making sure it, yeah. yeah, making sure everything was clean cut. We have everything figured out before we start the podcast. And we've mm-hmm. learned a lot since our first episode, but it it wanted to, we wanted our first episode to be good. Because right. a lot of the time your first episode or your first anything isn't very good. And we mm-hmm. like I said we've definitely improved since then, but yeah. I think a lot of our I'm not going to call it success, but kind of success was because we put out good content right away because we right. were prepared. Mm-hmm. Um I agree. Well, so, and like we just we talk about like different things that we want to do differently next time, and sort of growing as we 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 made it. We literally made an adjustment today. Yeah, this episode we changed our introduction. This, if you can find it, you win a cookie. Yeah, if you can find it, you win a cookie. <laughs> <laughs> you can find the adjustment. But yeah, we we made a little adjustment just to make everything flow a little better. Just because we didn't like it. And mm-hmm. it's been a year since we have right. been doing it the same way. And we mm-hmm. didn't like it the entire time, which is on our fault. But, you know, yeah. it's okay to change stuff as you go, I guess. Mm-hmm. But, but yeah. So then we went into our first episode. Let's see. Mm-hmm. And we have a huge doc also. Just for another reference. Yeah. We have, like, this doc that outlines each episode that we make. Mm-hmm. So it has a date with our introductions and our different points we want to hit yeah we don't always follow them like exactly i would say but because it's, it's good to have flows as it does yeah yeah it, it's good to have points and stuff we don't want to read it like step by step so we sound like a robot but mm-hmm. it keeps us on the right track yeah but this, this podcast doc that we have it's helped a lot it's super I mean, it's unorganized, but it's organized, you know, it's we get kind it. of like, it's like, yeah, it's organized chaos, but we get it. Yeah. So 
our first date that we have on here is 9-19-22, which that's not mm. when we uploaded the podcast episode, but that's when we recorded our first ever podcast episode. Same day today. Is it? Yes, it's Tuesday, September 19th, 2023. Oh my that's gosh! That's so crazy. So we what? did not mean for this to happen. Okay, that's kind of insane, actually. So it's been exactly a year since we've recorded the last episode. So it's not been a year since we've uploaded the last episode, but it's been a year since we've recorded the last episode today. So today is is 9-19-23, and we recorded our first episode, 9-19-22, which is kind of actually crazy. I kind of got the goosebumps from that. Yeah, what the heck? That is crazy. I didn't have that planned at all. (laughs) <laughs> but anyways, we have like that outline here. I mean, I'm actually going to go into this a little bit because it's weird. Shelby and I were talking about this earlier off the record, but it's weird how when you do content creation, you can go back in history almost and look at, oh, back a year ago today, I was doing this and look at where we're at now, especially for like the Derby community or the Derby world, um, specifically the pandemic, like looking back to last year. We were waiting to play. Like there was nothing. We weren't able to play competitively. And so a lot of these questions were a lot of stuff about the hiatus that we had and just like how the JRDA was kind of doing things. And we were still waiting to play because of the WFTDA. And so it's really interesting to see how things have changed so much. I mean, I know Shelby and I have both played so much more than we ever did last year so mm-hmm. I mean just for for example one of our first major questions was how has COVID affected our aging out as juniors mm-hmm. um as well as like you know how's your league post hiatus mm-hmm. and all that sort of thing and and those were some of the questions that we were answering literally a year ago today which is wild. Uh, and and to see how far we've gone since then is nuts. Like, mm-hmm. like you know, I don't know if we even at that point knew what was going on or if no. we were going to get back into it. Um, yeah. But, but yeah, like, you know, and now we're at a point where we're, Emma and I were able to play against each other and, mm-hmm. and all these different things were traveling. And mm-hmm. it's just, it's really interesting well, to see how things have changed. Yeah. We're even seeing, um, just like the competitive part of things. I know we talk about this quite a bit, I feel like, but last year, a year ago today, we had no clue what what it, what was happening with the competitive cycle and just competitive play in the WFTA. And so like to see now so many teams are playing and there's a whole ranking system that's out and next year playoffs are happening, like it is wild. So going down our lists of of things that we've talked about or episodes that we've had, 111522 mm-hmm. was the episode that we discussed the WFTDA's webinar on returning to play. Mm-hmm. That was around that time period was when we first figured out when we could possibly play again and how it was going to work. Right. And we have it marked down here that January of 2023 was going to be presumed sanctioned gameplay yeah which it happened right yeah yeah it did happen and then you know what's even more interesting on that same day that we recorded we also talked about 
merchandise, stickers, and artwork. Oh, oh and yeah. And selling it. And we did but you it. you know what we've done? You know what we've done? We have done it. We, uh... <laughs> When I went to Nebraska to skate against Emma's team with my team, we had merch. We had stickers and merch, and we were able to sell merch and make money from it. And we're all we're putting that money back into the podcast and like traveling and stuff like that to make more content for you guys. And mm-hmm. it's just really cool. It's 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 nuts to see it, see how far we've come. Like literally, yeah. this is crazy. And just a year too. Like with. I just keep thinking about like this has all happened in only a year. Like so much has happened, and I didn't even—I don't know. This is me, but I didn't even really like recognize it up until now. When you start to like reminisce about these right. things, mm-hmm. so it's just going back on. I think you said this in the Mazilla episode, talking about like taking it all in when you were a junior. I think mm-hmm. we need to remind ourselves right now, taking it all in. You know. Right. So So. something that I was going to kind of say earlier was, you know, even when and this is kind of sad, but it's cool because even when we leave and we're done for, we're dead, we're off this planet, we're gone for Mm -hmm. at least we made a little bit of an impact. Right. You know, we have like stuff like left behind and we have like our our literal opinions and what we feel and like, you know, our, our soul's been kind of put into this project. So it's cool to see that, like, even when times change and we're all old and decrepit and can hardly walk and we're just, like, announcing or whatever, um, we still kind of made an impact and people can still look back at this stuff and see the stuff we've done, which yeah. is really cool. Like a time capsule. Yeah, exactly. I think that's really awesome. Um. And then just going back on the different episodes that we've had with guests, we really incorporated a lot of people from the Derby community. We had Prim Reaper from Georgia Tech, uh, Collegiate Roller Derby Team, Yellow Jacket Roller Derby. We had Dr. Liz, a neuroscience researcher within the Derby community that really prefaces on the importance of just protecting your brain and knowing a lot about your brain. We talked about, or we talked about, we talked with Skid from Team Canada, talking about BOTUS and Canadian Roller Derby. Um, so many people. I'm, May. 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 Mayzilla, May that was mom. a recent one, yes. <laughs> yeah, that just happened. There's just so, so many people, and it's insane, like, all the people that we've talked about. But one common theme that we really want to break away from is roller derby so we're roller derby players right it's really easy for us to talk to roller derby players it's really easy Mm -hmm. for us to talk about this stuff but we also like to learn and we like to talk to people that aren't just roller derby players so we're calling it season two this upcoming season season two is it's gonna be jam-packed full of a bunch of different diversity just just skaters that love to skate we're talking to inline skaters we're talking to coaches we're talking to referees we're talking to a whole bunch of different people that just love to skate. And, mm-hmm. and that's just kind of our goal for this upcoming season is we love talking to roller derby players. And we'll still talk to your favorite roller derby players. But we also want to learn about different aspects of just skating right. and, and just continue that as like a theme overall. Because, I mean, we have a lot we want to learn, too. Right. Uh, but, and we also have to yeah, remember that, like... like- the roller derby community wouldn't be the roller derby community without roller skating or roller skaters. Yeah. So it's really important that we give those people the spotlight that they deserve as well. 
Because overall, our main focus has been finding people that have changed roller derby or have been a big influence in the roller derby community or their community. And that's been always the goal, you know, trying to find people that will really help the community get better, talking about the brain, protecting the brain, talking about collegiate roller derby and how it needs to grow and we need roller derby in colleges and how we all want that. Um, Just talking about those different things, you know, mother daughter bonds, that's not a big one, but there's so many roller derby families. And a lot of us are getting to that age where, you know, potentially we might have families at some point. And Mm -hmm. I'm sure we all want our kids to play roller derby. Uh, (laughs) So just stuff like that. But, you know, spreading it past roller derby, just talking to referees because they just do it because they like it. You know, not all referees like play roller derby. Yeah, not all referees get paid. Some of them, they just really enjoy this. Talking to photographers. These photographers could be getting paid doing anything else, but they have some sort of passion for this sport where they want to take pictures of it for Uh free, which is nuts. So just really diving into just, you know, a little bit of some some different topics and different people and, you know, spreading it. Spreading it. Spreading the love. (laughs) Spreading the love. Yeah, and Um, another thing that Shelby and I really want to do, I mean, we've discussed it for last year, but I think it's always important to have goals that continue as you go moving forward. So it's always been a goal of ours to talk to other people, not just roller derby skaters. But another thing that we've always kind of wanted to do and are continuing to strive for is to go to more events and do things at events. And that means talking to people at these events that are in power, that have some sort of connection and the coordination of this event or just talking to people that are there getting to know them making connections we really want to have a like a pre like we want to have a presence at these events like we want to be oh i don't know where i was going with that oh my god (laughs) i think like what emma's trying to say is just like you know being able to go to these events and like see you guys and 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 grow and you know, talk to you guys in person, yeah. teach you guys things and yeah. all, all these different things where we can actually make connections with you guys, not just, you know, you guys see us on Instagram and think we're cool for whatever reason you guys think yeah. we're cool. Or just hear, um, like hearing us through your speakers on your phone or listening to us through your headphones. Like we want it to be more of a personal connection by going to events, right, meeting yeah. people, having like talking to these people, having conversations with these people. And okay, that. Going into that, that's a big thing Emma and I have been, I don't know if I'd call it struggling, but kind of struggling with or freaking out about, feeling yeah. weird about. We have both been approached by some of you guys. Yeah. And we love it. Don't get us wrong. Yeah. We love yeah. it. Like, yeah. That's crazy. But it blows our minds away it's that crazy. people care enough to like want to come up to us and ask for a picture. Because mm-hmm. in our heads, we're like not anything cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which sounds sad. Which sounds sad. We're so proud of what we're doing, but yeah. like we don't have the perspective of like thinking, oh my gosh, like I want to talk to serial killer and enforcer from the track talk podcast. Cause we are them. Like we don't understand that yet. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's just really weird. Cause we've both had those, those instances at this point now where people have been wanting to take pictures with us or even just buying our merchandise. Yeah, Like you want to spend your money on us. Cause uh? you think we're all right. <laughs> it's crazy. Like, that's nuts. We're, yes. It, we're so grateful though. Like I hope, I hope that gets that point across. But like, we are so grateful. No, yeah, I remember. I'm so awkward. This is just like a small story. In Boulder, I had two people come up to me 
and they talked about the podcast and said how they love our stuff and what we're doing. And I just remember being like, I couldn't stop smiling. And I was like, this is so weird. <laughs> and she's like, it's fun. It was, yeah. It's just, it's a weird, it it's a like, weird experiment, experience, but it is so cool. And don't stop doing yeah, it. Like, it, we are more than welcome to like, talk to Come up to us. We're really awkward. But just keep <laughs> so coming. Awkward. It's okay. It's not that we don't want you to talk to us. We're just awkward. Like, I, so my instance was I was sitting in, I was actually at BOTUS and I was sitting in the stands watching a game with my parents and my boyfriend. We're watching this game and I don't have my jersey on or I do. I have my jacket over it so you can't see it. It's just a yellow jacket mm-hmm. and the game ends. I'm standing up. I'm situating myself. My body's tired from sitting on these hard bleachers and somebody turns to me and they're like, hey, like, I know this is really awkward um, and I don't want to be wrong or anything, but are you a serial killer? That's and I was like, cool. oh, yeah, like, I'm I'm serial killer. And and I'm like, yeah, like, what's up? Like, I figured she had just seen me at, um, like, while I was playing or something. Mm-hmm. And she was like, no, like, yeah, I love your podcast. You and, like, Enforcer, it's so awesome. Like, blah, 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 blah. And she was with a friend, and her friend was like, yeah, she's been looking for you all weekend. Like, she really wanted to take a picture with you. And I thought it was, like, the cutest thing ever. And it was so nuts to me. And my dad, he's, like, a creeper. So he, like, took creeper pictures from, like, behind me of these, like, girls talking to me and, like, taking pictures of me. So I have these, like, creeper pictures that my dad took. That's funny. Of me getting, of me getting, um, yeah, he's proud. They are really proud. And I know exactly who this skater is because I've talked to them since then, but I'm not going to disclose their name. And, yeah. Because it's awkward. I'm awkward, so. <laughs> I know I'd feel more awkward if somebody exposed me. Yeah. So we're not doing it. We're not that's exposing. Too, too, we're no, no, we're not exposing anybody. Here. Um, but yeah, that's something that we really, really want to hit and do more of. Yeah, it was awesome. So something that I've kind of like held with me because this is kind of a personal. It's a little bit of a personal goal, is being you know roller derby famous, and I feel like. I'm not at that point where I'm like really roller derby famous, but we're getting like talked to by people. And mm-hmm. where I first heard that term was there's this little documentary on uh, YouTube and it's a Susie Hot Rod documentary. Mm-hmm. And she talks about, you know, she'll go to events and people will come up to her and people want to take pictures with her and get her signature and autograph and love her and think she's like the most awesome thing in the world. And then she walks out of the venue and nobody knows who she is. Mm-hmm. And it's it's just that little bit of freedom like you're able to make an impact on a community and then when you go outside of that community nobody knows who you are so it's not like you're struggling your day-to-day isn't struggling but yeah you know you're a little cool yeah and and I think that's it's a weird goal to have but I think that's like something that that's really no it is I don't know I think about sometimes Mm -hmm. I've watched that documentary like way too many times three four but I remember yeah yeah, like way too many it's a hyperfixation. I love that documentary. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think I've heard that conversation not only in that documentary, but also like S1 has these, I think they talked about it there. I can't remember. Don't quote me on it. But S1 has these little like diaries with like Skull Eagle, uh, more mm-hmm. much, a bunch of their S1 sponsored athletes. And they kind of talk about roller derby famous. And it's something that's like, it's not really like you're famous. You're just kind of, in this small community, you have some sort of notoriety, notoriety. So 
no, I think that's something to strive for. It's not like you being um, cocky or weird about cocky it. or weird or anything. It's a it's a goal to have. It's a long term goal to have, and something that mm-hmm. I think anybody can strive for. It's not you being yeah. It's not you being cocky whatsoever. It's just you know you want to have it like we yeah. talked about at the beginning of this episode. We we want to have some sort of influence, and that comes with having people know you. So no, I think it's really cool. We're working through this right now. We're working through the, this is like therapy. We're working through it together. The awkwardness of having people come up to us. Yeah. We're like, like yeah, actually, it's cool. It, no, it is really cool. Like, I don't know. It's, we're, like, we're like, what did Susie Hot Rod say? Embrace it. <laughs> Embrace it. I'm kidding. I'm but kidding. I'm kidding. When, like, the people who watch our content, like, or listen or watch our content, I think a lot of them are in the same boat. Like, it's, it's a it's weird because we're both in the same shoes it's like a lot of the road a lot of people that come up to us are roller derby players and so I think a lot of them are in the same boat where it's like I'm a roller derby player too this is just a normal person it's going to be awkward mm-hmm. we don't know we don't truly know each other but um have you all seen that like it's cool sorry have you seen that meme where it's like they don't know that I'm a certified forklift uh, driver yeah. I think about know. like that. I think about that wherever I am. I'm like, they don't even know that I'm a roller derby player. They don't even know that I co-host the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like nobody in this room knows I'm really freaking cool. Oh, I don't know if you um do this, but I don't really tell people about it. Like at my job, it'll come up in conversation like somehow I'll start talking about it and they're like you have a podcast like what is it and I was like oh <laughs> yeah I'm not going around just like promoting it really which maybe I well, should but I don't like outside right. of the derby world I'm I'm not a, I'm not a role I'm, well I'm not a track talk podcast host I'm just Emma <laughs> it's hard like so I I, I deal with people all day and we talk. That's literally my job is to do nails and talk to people. <laughs> yeah. So generally they're like, so what do you do with your day? What are you doing tonight? What are you doing on this weekend? And I'm like, oh, uh, uh. and I always feel awkward saying, oh yeah, I play roller derby. I don't know why. Like I love telling people about it low key, but I just know sometimes it's going to like turn into like a whole, oh my gosh, you play yeah. roller derby. That's yeah. nuts. And I'm like, yeah, I play roller derby. And they're like, where can I see that? And I'm like, actually, you can go to Fairlawn up the street and watch it if you want this weekend. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm I'm proud to say it like that. But I'm like, every conversation, I'm like, oh, I've almost <laughs> roller derbied out talking to these people because they've got every question <laughs> in the world. I've got it down to a T. How do we explain really? to people how roller derby works? I got a script. They're like, how does roller derby work? How do you score points? I'm like, well, actually, it's a little bit of a long story. I'm like, you're probably not going to get it in one go. I'm like, you kind of got to watch always, it yeah. like, for three years to understand it. But <laughs> you've actually got to play it for too. about five years to get it. Yeah. I always start with that. I'm like, you're not going to understand what I'm saying to you. And they're like, oh, like, try me. And I'm like, oh, I will, but you won't get it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, so basically, there's a roster and there's five people from each team. There's a jammer and a blocker and a pivot, but the pivot's like deep dab derp. I'm like, basically, it's like offense and defense at the same time. And they're like, I don't know what's going on. I'm like, I told you. Or they're like, oh, that's cool. I'm like, but <laughs> yeah, they're like, oh, okay. 
I'm like, do you understand anything that I said? They're like, no. No. I'm like, well, you can come watch it this weekend at the skating rink. They're like, yeah, maybe. <laughs> yeah. But I love telling people about it. Really, I do. I love, uh, I could just, I'm kind of like a, what is it? Like a, like I got, I get a little bit of a God complex. Mm-hmm. I get a little bit, I get, I start feeling a little cool, you know? When you're like, yeah, I play roller. I'm like, yeah, I play roller There's derby. Swagger. Like, oh my God. You are so effing cool. I'm like, yeah, I'm cool AF. I know I am. <laughs> I'm kidding. I don't think I'm that cool. But, you know, you get a little bit of an ego from it. You're like, yeah, I am kind of dope. I don't know what to say about mm-hmm. it. Yeah. I always just try to peer pressure people to play. That's good. That's I'm like, good you ever wanted aspect. to play it? So every time that people try to, like, talk to me, like, about roller derby, like, I bring it up. I'm like, yeah, I play roller derby. And they're like, wait, that's so cool. Like, I would love to do that, which a lot of people do say that I feel like. I'll be like, okay, come to the skating rink. Let's like, let's get you going. We can get you at our recruitment. Speaking of recruitment, we have recruitment for the Capital City Crushers um, starting 11-7-23. So that's coming up pretty quick next in two months. Uh, the beginning of, what's that, November? October, November? Yep. Beginning of November, we've got recruitment. Um DM me on Instagram or DM the Track Talk podcast on Instagram and we can set you up with that if you're in the Topeka, Kansas area. And then Emma also has recruitment coming up. Starting October 2nd and we're going until November 20th. So we have a two-month recruitment program that we're going to do this year. We really want to have more of an intake of skaters and we want to retain those skaters and get them up to speed as quickly as possible while taking the most time as possible to really learn the rules um um i should have probably said if you're in the lincoln nebraska area (laughs) this is definitely something you should do send me a message on instagram or the track talk podcast and i'll give you more information get you set up and a big misconception is people think that you got to know how to skate to play roller derby you don't know you don't got to know how to skate a lot of leagues will provide gear. They'll mm-hmm. provide skates for a limited amount of time until you get your, you know, get it figured out until you decide if you want to commit to it. And and then you can buy your own yep. gear, sign up, get it going, and we'll teach you everything. We'll teach you how to skate. We'll teach you how to, the rules, all the stuff. You don't have to know anything. You just mm-hmm. show up. You show up and sign a waiver that says you won't sue us. We have started selling merch at some of the events and starting to create things to sell. Um, that being stickers, bandanas. Uh, we have little autographed uh, papers that shall be made that people can have or buy. And that only gets us so far. And so we've kind of been brainstorming different other ideas that we'd like to go into in the future. And one of them was being Patreon. Um, if you don't know what Patreon is, it's a kind of like another content creation app, but you have to pay for the content creation. Granted, we're not expecting everybody to sign up for this. This is basically on your own behalf. If you want to sign up to get exclusive content or exclusive drills, I know Shelby and I talked about possibly posting drills there and footwork and all that stuff only to that sometimes for people that want it and possibly talking about topics that we don't want to publish to everybody on the Patreon So that was another idea that we had about going into the future. And then Shelby, what was that last thing that you were saying? So, yeah, like we we really would love for everybody to be able to get like our merch and 
the stuff that we make, we have stickers and bandanas and stuff. But at this time, we just aren't really, we don't have the time in our everyday lives to be sending merch out to people. But it is kind of like a long-term goal to set up some sort of shop or something online where you can pay for your merch and we can send it to you, which would be, would be super awesome, I think. Mm-hmm. And And yeah, and then going back to the Patreon, we just really, we have a lot of content that we have in our heads that we would love to put out there that you know you guys could access but it might be topics that are a little different so like maybe dicier topics some tea in there you know (laughs) some stuff that some stuff that is a little bit on the edgier side and some skills and drills that you know maybe y'all could pay for that sort of thing i think that'd be a good uh segue we are not gonna stop posting videos for the public we're gonna keep our schedule we might even try to add a few extra videos in there we've been consistently doing once a month we might do an extra one here and there every month um or every other month so we'll just kind of see how that goes we're not going to limit the content that we're posting regularly we're still going to do that we're still going to post content on our personal pages little footwork stuff but we might go a little more in depth on how to's mm-hmm. um and stuff like that and just, yeah, talk about those topics that we typically wouldn't talk to in the public. Maybe things that are a little less appropriate for people under the age of 18. Because a lot of our followers, they are under the age of 18. And some things, like, we want to talk about, but maybe it's not always as appropriate to kiddos. Yep. Uh, but, yeah. Uh, but, anyways, I think that's all we have. Like, that's, I think that's all we've got. It's been a good one. I can't believe it's um, been one year since we've, yeah, this is crazy. So yeah. a year ago today, we were wrapping up our first ever episode and we're doing it again and hopefully for a long time. Yeah, hopefully it keeps going. Good thing is like, you know, we don't have to be able to actively skate to talk. Mm-hmm. So you've got us for another 60 years, baby. Yeah. Until our brain goes bad. Yeah. You've got us. Um, and then still, you know, maybe if my brain goes bad, Emma can just lead the podcast oh. and I can be back in the background mumbling oh and stuff. <laughs> and be like, <laughs> hey guys, welcome back to the Track Talk podcast. I got serial killer here. Oh, I, I'm a serial killer. <laughs> oh, uh, God. I know a serial killer. <laughs> oh, <God>. uh, <laughs> anyways, it was good talking to you guys today. Thank you for listening. And I hope every single one of you, yeah, I hope you guys have a good rest of your day. Thank you for listening. And deuces. Bye, guys. Bye, bye, bye.